Welcome to Passion on the Page, a poetry podcast series from AS21 Publishing, featuring AS21 creatives and guest poets. Today's featured poet is... Keith F. Shovlin, reading Robert Frost, The Road Not Taken. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both, and be one traveler long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth, then took the other as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that passing there had worn that really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, in leaves no step had trodden back. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be towing this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverge in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Now this is a special episode of the Passion on the Page podcast, in which, yes, this was an inspirational poet to me, primarily when I was in college but also because this poem has been in the news lately. So this is a special in the news episode of Passion on the Page. There was an article that appeared via Penguin Press on Literary Hub on August 18th, written by David Orr. It's called, You're Probably Misreading Robert Frost's Most Famous Poem on the Many Tricks and Contradictions of the Road Not Taken. Now, I'll be reading this article here as part of this episode. And then at the end, I would read the poem again, and we'll see if, for those listening, if there's a difference. The Road Not Taken has confused audiences literally from the beginning. In the spring of 1915, Frost sent an envelope to Edward Thomas that contained only one item, a draft of The Road Not Taken, under the title Two Roads. According to Lawrence Thompson, Frost had been inspired to write the poem by Thomas's habit of regretting whatever path the pair took during their long walks in the countryside, an impulse that Frost equated with romantic predisposition for crying over what might have been. Frost, Thompson writes, believed that his friend would take the poem as a gentle joke and would protest, stop teasing me. That wasn't what occurred. Instead, Thomas sent Frost an admiring note in which it was evident that he had assumed the poem speaker was a person was a version of Frost, and that the final line was meant to be as read meant to be read as generations of high school valedictorians have assumed. The sequence of their correspondence on the poem is a miniature version of the confusion the road not taken would provoke in millions of subsequent readers. One, Frost sends a poem to Thomas with no clarifying text in March or April of nineteen fifteen. Two, Thomas responds shortly thereafter in a letter now evidently lost, but referred to in later correspondence, calling the poem staggering, but missing Frost's intention. 3. Frost responds in a letter, but date is unclear, to ask Thomas for further comments on the poem, hoping to hear that Thomas understood that it was at least in part addressing his own behavior. 4. Thomas responds in a letter dated June 13, 1915, explaining that the simple words and unemphatic rhythms were not such as I was accustomed to expect great things, things I like from. It staggered me to think that perhaps I had always missed what made poetry poetry. It's still clear that Thomas doesn't quite understand the poem's stance, or Frost's joke at his expense. Too hard and so small a matter, a tap would have settled my poem. 
I wonder if it was because you were trying too much out of regard for me that you failed to see that the sigh, in line 16, was a mock sigh, hypocritical for the fun of the I don't suppose I was ever sorry for anything I ever did, except by assumption to see how it would feel. 6. Thomas responds on July 11th, 1915, You have got me again over the path not taken, and no mistake. I doubt if you can get anybody to see the fun of a thing without showing them and advising them which kind of laugh they are to turn on. Edward Thomas was one of the keenest literary thinkers of his time, and the poem was meant to capture aspects of his own personality and past. Appreciate the series of double games played in the road not taken. The misperception it called Fox. The misperception galled Frost. As Thompson writes, Frost could never bear to tell the truth about the failure of this lyric to perform as he intended it. Instead, he frequently told an idealized version of the story, in which, for instance, Thomas said, What are you trying to do with me? Or, What are you doing with my character? One can understand Frost's unhappiness, considering that the poem was misunderstood by one of his own early biographers, Elizabeth Shepley Sargent. Thomas all his life lived on the deeply isolated, lonely, and subjective way less traveled by which Frost had chosen in youth, and also by the eminent poet-critic Robert Graves, who came to the somewhat baffling conclusions that the poem had to do with Frost's agonized decision not to enlist in the British Army. There is no evidence that Frost ever contemplated doing so, in agony or otherwise. Lyrics that are especially lucid and accessible are sometimes described as critic-proof, Thoreau not taken, at least in its first few decades, came close to being reader-proof. For this article, I beseech you to please visit lithub.com. So again, the title is, You're Probably Misreading Robert Frost's Most Famous Poem on the Many Tricks and Contradictions of the Road Not Taken, published via Penguin Press on August 18th. And the domain name is lithub.com slash y-o-u-r-e hyphen probably hyphen, misreading, hyphen, Robert, hyphen, Frost, hyphen, hyphen, poem, slash. And now, to go back to just reread the poem one more time as we close out this, this edition of the Passion on the Page podcast. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both, and be one traveler long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could, to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other, as just as fair, and having perhaps a better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that the passing there had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how may, knowing, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence, two roads diverge in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Thank you for listening to Passion on the Page, a production of AS21 Publishing. For this and other podcasts, visit media.as21.com. If you would like to be a guest poet or become an AS21 creative, visit as21.com. Copyright 2015, AS21 Publishing, LLC. All rights reserved. AS21 Publishing. What do you want your book to be?